Welcome to Enter the Asylum, a podcast where two brothers try to watch 200-something movies from a little-known uh, film company called The Asylum. I am your uh, <laughs> your reptilian host, Benjamin. I'm your slithering host, John. And guess what, everyone? <laughs> it's New Year's! Yay! Happy 2019! We finally got 2018 over. Um, after many tragic losses... Including both Sharknado and Z Nation, uh, some Asylum's most well-known uh, works. I thought we'd both give a quick moment of silence for both of those films. Nah, fuck here. that. Well, let's just give a let's give a moment of silence, though. No, no <laughs> silence. That's enough silence. <laughs> yeah, Sci-Fi cancels Z Nation after five seasons. Um. Apparently it's good, I guess. Uh, Asylum loves doing that thing of all their mockbusters where they claim that it's like, oh, it's a joke. Right. It's a funny comedy parody version of the original thing, guys. This isn't this isn't <laughs> intellectual theft or anything. Well, no, it's parody, parody clause. There, there's no such thing as parody clause. And hey, I thought we'd give a quick little explanation of what the Asylum is currently, because I think we've learned a lot over the past like 20 episodes of this podcast. I know I have. Yeah. What is the asylum anyway? <laughs> what is the asylum? Tell us more about this <laughs> asylum. What it's do a, you whoop. know of this asylum? How does the asylum affect you? I don't know. I've heard that it's a film company that started in 1998 making like I don't know, bizarre indie projects that were always sort of vaguely inspired by other works and by inspired that's a nice way of saying ripped <laughs> off <laughs> i don't know the first film they're was not killers. vaguely inspired at all they're very specifically inspired the first film killers was supposed to be sort of a homage to um quentin tarantino films. yeah quentin tarantino films it didn't really hit the mark no. at all and then the search as the source the next film was sort of like they're trying those um, a very specific like series. I, I of forget films. which I forget which movie it is, but it's basically a ripoff of another movie. Some superhero film, basically. Something. And uh, what what is the uh, film that came out later that's basically the same premise with the teenage boys and they get magic powers in the high school? Uh, I want to say Chronicle. Mm, that does sound about right. But we're getting too we're getting too nitty gritty and specific. We just need a broad explanation of what the asylum is. We're going through the history right now, right? We don't need to go through every <laughs> film because I don't remember every film. No one does. I remember Even the every asylum film. doesn't remember every one of their own films. These films missing from their like uh, website. The asylum is basically best understood as a sort of parasitic creature on the Hollywood studio <laughs> system. It's technically an independent studio, but all of its films are cheap repackagings of existing Hollywood projects, or just schlocky monster movies, um, Sharknado being the most famous one. Um, they basically... They, they claim to be separate from the studio system, but are very much a part of it. They, they are definitely a weird element of the broader Hollywood ecosystem. And what's really interesting is uh, the film we watched today was really, I guess, like the first film they truly understand what they're going to be doing, like, onwards. Which this, is, is, uh... this is the movie that brought them broad attention for the first time i think because it is so shameless a ripoff of a big hollywood movie that people couldn't help but notice it uh, that film of, uh, is of course snakes on a train 
Snakes on a Train. Which is its own ripoff of Snakes on a Plane. Um, is Snakes on a Plane like an actual Hollywood production proper? Yes. Okay. Yes. Snakes on a Plane was famous for being kind of like the first internet movie mm. in, in the sense that the screenwriters sort of like there was there was like screenwriters i should say and so like they they constructed a like a coherent script but they pitched it out to the internet was like hey what's like throw us some crazy ideas just just you know kind of give us give us something and um, then asylum so, comes on and it's like hey that's uh those are some pretty good ideas there mind <laughs> if we uh take a few don't worry about it though <laughs> we got this now we got this this movie <laughs> it, what's interesting is that the the title and the basic premise of snakes on a mode of transportation like it's pretty blatantly a ripoff but other than that this movie has nothing to do with snakes on the plane it's a it's a bizarre movie and what i find interesting about it is that it's the first asylum film i've seen in a while where it really felt like they were it seemed like they really thought they had something here and so i feel like they put actual effort into this movie well i to be honest doing this podcast has really sort of ruined my whole like image of films mm-hmm. so any if you, if you like do something that's slightly entertaining even like just the smallest amount if i'm like hey that was to, a pretty good film i'm, I'm real happy just, with that film you now. just have to put minimal effort into a movie and we'll be impressed now <laughs> um and that that was kind of the thing with this movie i was like wow the someone here is like someone actually trying it's it, it's batshit insane but I still got the sense that someone tried. Both of these films are, of course, also rip off of the original Snakes on a Wagon, <laughs> which was sort of this sort of thriller epic of this one man and the snakes on the wagon. It's sort it's of a, a Life of Pi-esque story. Uh, it's like a Western, isn't it? Something like that. <laughs> it was, you know, the Oregon Trail. Yeah, Fantastic story. Oh, it's, oh it's, 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 it's heartbreaking. <laughs> the snakes die of dysentery. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, so let's get in this film now. Uh, we sort of begin this desert environment of uh, I. It's supposed to be the border uh, of Mexico, yes. California. Thank you for reminding me. the The most important message to come out of this movie, demonstrating why we need to build a border wall along the well, U.S. The snakes border. will attack. Yes. No, I've been hearing. I've been hearing on Fox News they have this new kind of immigrant that spits up snakes. <laughs> That's why we need to build that wall. Oh, I mean, apparently that's not going to stop the snakes at all, considering that they uh, have the ability to eat trains in this film. But we'll get to that. <laughs> so we then see a man carrying an injured woman uh, across the desert. Uh, she appears to be poisoned or something. She's like sweating. She's like, yeah, she's very, very sick. Uh, they come across a destroyed wreck of a car, and they make camp there. It's like rusted. It's just some snakes chilling in the car, but he doesn't really seem to care. Neither of them do. Uh, he's like he's like he's doing like some medicine or whatever, and he like he's like people smoke into her face using a <laughs> like, is, a pipe. This, I guess this is the weird thing. So they they spend most of the scene speaking to each other in Spanish, but then he pulls out like no the pipe. subtitles either. Which is no, interesting. Nah, it's fine because they say all the same stuff in English later on anyway, mm. so it doesn't even matter. Which is weird because they they start the movie speaking to each other in Spanish, and then later on they're speaking to each other in English, as Just if as <laughs> if a crew member at some point went, "Wait, do we want to put subtitles?" As nah, nah, just have them talk to each other in English. But right, but with, with, we already conveyed this. If just just nah, um. But then when he pulls out the pipe and blows smoke into her face and is doing all like the little like ritual stuff, he's chanting. It sounds like the made-up language in, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It could be the same one. He's saying like, Melimandakad, Melimandakad. I thought you were going to do the Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, oh. 
It's basically that when you get down to it, actually. When you more say. or less, more or less. Um, I, feel like, I feel like the, yeah, the plot of this movie has more in common with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom than Snakes on a Plane. Mm. What Have you actually seen Snakes on a Plane, by the way? I have. It's a fun it's movie. It's just Snakes on a Plane. Is there any sort of side plot to why the snakes are on the plane? Or so snakes on, the plane? snakes on a Plane is a delightfully straightforward movie. It's it's very, very clear about what it is, which makes Snakes on a Train just that much weirder in comparison. Snakes on a Plane, there's a federal witness uh, who um, knows about a mafia or uh, some kind of organized crime out uh, uh uh, syndicate in Hawaii and a federal uh, officer played by Samuel Jackson is escorting this federal witness to Los Angeles on a plane so the crime syndicate plants snakes on the plane in order to bring it down so this this witness can't go can't, can't reveal and uh, their secrets to go to trial um, so that's that's the basic plot very straightforward, very, you know, gratuitous, very fun. Mm. This film instead starts off with a woman vomiting green goosebumps slime and tiny snakes. This movie (laughs) went mystical with its snake story, and it's very strange. Mm. Yeah, she's constantly, like, throwing up snakes along with, like, slime variety colors, basically. Oh, yeah, they, they really went all out with the practical effects. Which I kind of appreciate because some of those practical effects, like you know the snakes burrowing into her skin and mm. all that, it's it's a uh, it's okay. classic asylum. Well, they're they're it's gratuitous, but it's okay, you sure, know. Sure. Like at least they didn't try to CGI that shit, which is what Asylum later tries to do. Yeah, older Asylum had some good practical garbage though, for real. Well, they lost it for only, a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they're bringing it back to this movie though. Um, suddenly this, like, asshole cowboy guy comes out of literally nowhere and starts complaining ki- about he, the fire they made. He's a coyote, but, like, a white coyote. What's a oh, coyote? What? I've not heard this phrase before. Oh, coyote is someone who smuggles people across the border. Gotcha. But, um, it's, I'm kind of confused where he came from because we saw previously that the two were just sort of wandering by themselves. How did he find themselves. them? Yeah. Oh, wait, we, oh, wait, no, no, we do know how he found them because he saw their campfire. Sure, sure, but and, he's and also he, escorting them, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Why? Why were they meet, separated? Because they they crossed the border, and he's meeting them on the on the American side of the border. So yeah, that's okay. a good point. It's kind of it's kind of yeah, it's pretty useless coyote. <laughs> Just a bit. Um, yeah, the uh, so the guy, the Snake Man, uh, needs to get to Los Angeles. Uh, and he says the cowboy guy says there's a 16 hour drive and train will be faster which is not true anyone which who's is... taking Amtrak knows the train yeah. is not faster <laughs> in fact the train later is told to be a 16 hour long trip so it's pretty much the same either oh God, way, I, miss, I miss that uh, suddenly a snake crawls up uh, the cowboy's leg or coyote's leg I don't know whichever one you prefer it's fine he's wearing a cowboy hat yeah it's he's fine. a cowboy he has a weird line too, where he goes, um, um, he, he refers to them as jungle freaks. Whatever that means, it's what. Because <laughs> I... Aztec, I guess maybe. Or like Mayan. That's what they're implying. I don't know. They're just they're just vaguely Latin American. I mean, so the snake crosses this guy's leg, and he's like, "What was that? A snake? Oh, I hate goddamn snakes!" And then he vomits snakes. Yep. So. <laughs> he has a close-up where he goes, I hate goddamn snakes, which totally feels like an Indiana Jones reference. Mm. Um, I I can't think of anyone else who would have a snake crawl up them and just sort of nonchalantly complain about the fact that a snake's oh. crawling up them. Oh, goddammit. Well, we have lots of weird, like... The reactions people have to snakes in this movie range from nonchalance to extremely over the top, and there is no middle ground. So he's like dead. He's vomiting snakes everywhere, and the two just leave, and uh, they make it to the train yard. Yes. They run to this sort of uh, gang Wait, guy. Wait, before but they, 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 hear, they see the train pull up, it's a 
Southern Pacific to Los Angeles, which is fucking bullshit because Southern Pacific doesn't do passenger trains. And you have this announce, this like, um, this intercom going, uh, Southern Pacific, uh, Desert Limited to Los Angeles. And then they do the goddamn airplane reference. They go, uh, there is no parking in the red zone. The white zone is for loading and unloading only, which is so so fucking pointless and blatant it just it just really pissed me off uh that's the asylum in a nutshell though right as if as if there's like a, enough people at a train station to actually like oh yeah well, there's, only, there's only 12 people in this entire train too yeah which i mean and like, like uh, four of them are not actually supposed to even be on the train right so like the cartel apparently like has a uh, has a, a a cargo car as part of this train. I don't Actually, know if they're stowaways or if they bought their way on board or something. Okay, so there's the three guys on there who paid up, who paid the luggage man twenty bucks apparently to get on the train. It's, okay, I'm not really sure if these people are just also fleeing. Twenty bucks. That's it. Yes, yeah, that's, that's that's each of them paid from the pocket twenty bucks. They don't really. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the luggage man's cheap, I guess. Hmm. They don't really imply or explain if these guys are part of some sort of cartel or just fleeing the border or whatever. No idea. But uh, there's one sort of larger guy who's sort of guarding the uh, luggage department. Compartment. <laughs> it's not even like the luggage car. It's like... It, it's it's like a bunch of hay em- bales? It's, a, it's like an empty, just like shipping like Where you keep car. a horse or something, maybe? Uh, there's like shelves and like, but they're empty. It's it's like a just it's just a empty cargo car. What's confusing too is these cages in here too, and it's like a well, more or less a cell, which it's like it's cells in this room. Yeah, you're right. It it does. You're right. Now that you mentioned that, it does have the feel of like a stable. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this this uh, train usually carries. Mm. But uh, there's no room in the apparently the cargo, um, I don't know the horse room or whatever it is we're gonna call it. It's, I don't know, the cartel car. Let's just call it that. The stowaway car. The stowaway car. The, the, stowaway, the, sto- car. the stowaway car. Uh, eventually, so he's like, "You guys can't come in without money." They don't. They're saying we don't they don't have any money. He eventually gives in, lets them in on, lets them on the uh, uh, cart after they after he sort of sees uh the girl. Sort of just it being extremely die, sick, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just dying. Then they immediately run to two other people on the car who start demanding money from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't... and then and then one guy offers to pay for them, and it turns out that this person, coincidence of coincidences, is a childhood friend of the sick woman. Yeah, his name is Miguel. And I you guess know? they were. I guess he said they were both from like a village in Chiapas or something. Mm. And then we cut to the front of the car where we see the entire cast of dead people. Oh, the passengers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the passenger. Yeah, we're we're in we're in we are in a shitty ass passenger train. <laughs> we are like this thing clearly has not been used in decades. It's got this. Although the, we do have the one really nice shot in in this scene. It's like the one good shot in this movie where you have it's it's looking up at this like red lit car and all the seats are like red leather. And the lighting is like red and everything, and it slowly pans from the ceiling of the car down the aisle to where you see the conductor sort of like pacing up at the front of the car, and you get this like nice little beat of of spooky music, and it's actually a really nice shot, and we will never see a shot this nice again in in this movie. <laughs> So our cast is there's a redhead girl heading to Los Angeles who we she never gets a backstory at all. She nope. was divorced at one. She was divorced, I guess, is her only sort of backstory. Yeah, that's the it. electrical engineer named Mister Devil. Oh, Mister Mister uh, Electrical Engineer. He sort of looks at the redhead girl and he's like, "Oh, that she looks interesting." Mm, we got three to... surfer dudes. <laughs> oh, They're yes. all awful. 
Oh my god. Oh my god, they have the amazing line, like, after Sudoku, because they're all kind of like, oh, I'm so high, is basically, like, half their lines, and uh, they, like, collapse into their seats, and, like, one goes like, no, nah, man, cut it out, and the other guy goes, come on, stop being such a vagina. <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah, I'm, just gonna let that, I'm just gonna let that speak for itself. Mm-hmm. And then finally there's a family with one daughter. Uh, yes, uh, mom, yeah, mom, dad, and one kid who are, and they're all really stressed out for mm. unknown reasons. And the dad has a black eye, too. It's just questionable. Do, Did he we... have a black eye just for filming, maybe? Like, something happened previously? I mean, what what is what is happening in this family? Uh, hard to say. Oh. Uh... Yeah. Um, who else? Oh, there's the two girls who are going to LA. Yeah. They're uh, they're, fle- they're, f- they're fleeing a bad life. They want to um, do Hollywood. Is their main goal? There. And then there's a mysterious man who's always afraid as the middle e- Middle Eastern man. He's, he's always referred always... to as the Middle Eastern man. His name is Barrett. But I swear to God, when when other guy you're about to, in- to introduce, I think says his name, he's like Barrett. I was like, wait, is he saying Borat? Is he, mispr- is he mispronouncing Borat? But no, it's it's Barat. And so the so after everyone gets on board, the conductor begins to leave. But suddenly, a mysterious cowboy comes from the dark and gets on the train. Guy with a big bushy mustache, cowboy hat. And this guy definitely took some inspiration from our very own uh, asylum film director, Lake Scott. Of course, <laughs> he hits the he hits the mark perfectly. Oh boy. <laughs> Um. Uh, so we then cut to the couple, uh, the snake man, snake girl. Mm. And they're sort of they're they're sort of explaining what their goal is. The goal is basically just to get to her to his uncle, who will put the snakes back inside her, whatever that means. Um. No, I think that's literally what they mean. Is he, they're going to put the snakes back inside her? Mm. She then vomits and, in their snake, and they will, and apparently that will make her whole again, because the snakes are a part of her. Yeah. Uh, he's like jarring all the snakes as well. Yep, he's putting them in, in little glass mason jars. The larger gang guy from earlier uh, shows up looking for weed, and he's sort of like, oh, yeah. basically attacking them more or less. Hey, bro, I'm just I'm just here to get some weed. You you gotta be nice to people. <laughs> he finds the snakes in jars, freaks out. Uh, snake guy uh, starts blowing smoke in everyone's eyes. Yeah, that's like which, powder or something, which, I mean... Okay. Again, which, what culture are these people supposed to be from? Don't worry about it. It's 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 foreign culture. Oh, my God. It's just vaguely tropical, foreign, s- native something. Yeah, they all fight. This is like choreographed fight scene that is, as all science films, poorly choreographed. It's very voodoo. Is what it is, mm. but well, whatever. <laughs> Quote unquote, I, I, I shouldn't spend any time. I should. I shouldn't spend any time thinking about this yeah, or even giving this any consideration whatsoever. Uh, so the, he then traps two of the uh, other stowaway guys there and vomits slime onto the rope and traps them. Why does he vomit slime what, to? He, uh, I don't know. Voodoo. Okay. <laughs> Vomiting the slime somehow makes them unable to touch it or whatever, or they're just too grossed out by it. I, I think only he, later on he just says, "No, it stinks. It's gross and nasty." He, it, he did just vomit on a rope, so just ooh, poo, <laughs> ew, poopy smell, ew. <laughs> um, the larger gang guy fights them. He gets stabbed and kicked off the train. That's a long ass fight scene yeah, too. Like they they're fighting like in the space between two train cars where they're like. By the way, this is a really old-fashioned train too, because it's the it's the kind where like you step outside and there's like a little like open air like cabinet where like you're passing between the train cars. Like it's not even sealed or anything with like doors, like actual like like actual modern passenger trains. But like, but they're just fighting, and they're fighting, and they're punching each other, and they're punching each other, and they're throwing each other off, but they don't actually fall off, and they're punching, 
And there's a weird thing where every time one of them looks over the edge, you get the image of rails of like train tracks passing like really quickly, uh, like uh, over superimposed over the image of them fighting, and then it fades away. Oh, yeah, it's like a ghost train. <laughs> it, it's it's it like fly. it's like it's trying to convey what they're looking at. But without actually cutting to an image of what they would be looking sort of at. Just, yeah, they sort of fades in and out. It's bizarre. Be- because, you know, we don't want to waste any time in this movie. Of course not. There's so you have st- <laughs> they so much important uh plot uh hits to get to. Uh but finally he takes this little knife, stabs him, and he falls off. No, it's weirder than that. He he like kind of like is clutching at his stab wound and he's sort of gurgling and he sort of stumbles over to the side of the car where the ladder is, and he turns around and starts going down the ladder, and then Snake Guy kicks him out of the train. But he's like already on his way down. So he's gone. He's, he's uh, we then come back to the train proper. Electrical engineer guy tries to flirt with Redhead. Uh, that goes as expected. Oh, awkward. It's like, oh hey. Uh. No, they they hit it off like it's it's only awkward for a moment, and mm. then she's like she's like pretty quickly like okay you know he comes in yeah. saying yeah do you have the time it's like you have a watch and, though it's like oh you got yeah, me he's wearing a watch he's like huh, well this is awkward and like, no it's cre- not awkward at all he has the Here, have creepiest a laugh he has the cre- he, he, he he's trying to do an awkward laugh he's like <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Stafford did show up they get spooked by a passing snake that they think is a rat Snakes this happens that, nonstop. <laughs> snakes <laughs> aren't that fast. It well, they're they're magic snakes, John. No, oh, well, fair. Okay, you, you know what? You got me there. <laughs> we then cut to the family. The little girl is uh, in the bathroom, sees a snake in there, uh, and then she runs to her dad. And the dad says, "Dad says, what, honey? Gross there's no snakes on a the train. There's no such thing as snakes, honey. No, no he doesn't actually no, say. He doesn't so, actually he snakes, say that. No, but he says I snakes on a train." I wish he I wish he had said like there's no such thing as snakes because that's very much the feel of it. He named no, dropped the film, John. Do you not realize this? They are so dismissive of it. Oh, that's right, he does name drop the film. He says there are no snakes on a train. <laughs> but he, but he, he has a line where he goes like or either he or the wife goes, um, now honey, how would a snake get on a train? It's like That's pretty easy. Uh, they, actually, they, it it would it would it would crawl into it like it would slither the into the same way it. four like, stowaways got on this train it's not really outside the realm of possibility they're so dismissive of the idea that like a snake could be on a train it's kind of like no this is especially like an old fucking ugly gross train like this like that bathroom is disgusting yeah i would have no problem believing that like a snake could accidentally find its way onto this train it would this, be also the dad sleeps with a toothpick in his mouth. That yeah, sort of that, a safety hazard in every way. Uh, yeah, why? Did he know. think it looked cool? <laughs> he's, he's so cool as a black guy, and he's he's sleeping with a toothpick in his mouth. Maybe that's how he got the black eye. What stabbing himself <laughs> so with a toothpick? toothpick. <laughs> Don't question the logic of that. Just. <laughs> Uh, I'm imagining a very dark backstory between him and the wife here. Hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, We cut back to the. uh, Oh wait, and and then the wife takes the daughter into the bathroom. There's no snake there, but they but they hear the rattlesnake, and then a couple toilet paper rolls fall down, and it spooks her. But then she's like, "Oh, honey, look, it's just a. All right, look, let's just let's just get you to bed." and then you see the snake crawl through one of the little toilet paper rolls, even though it's like way too big to have been in the toilet paper roll. But whatever, whatever. Uh, so we find out that the uh, the sick girl is cursed with devil snakes. Yeah. Uh, and I believe the reason why she has devil snakes is that uh, I'm not sure we we learn about this now or later. But, Might as well just say it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was forced to marry a rich guy in their village. Uh, she ran away instead with a uh, snake, snake guy, guy, which they then cursed her with devil snakes. With devil snakes. Which the the properties of devil snake is never super clear. I guess it turns you into a snake or something. 
Generally, it seems like a bad thing to curse someone with because it seems like high probability chance of it coming oh, back to kill coming you. Coming back to literally bite you. <laughs> uh, we go back to the and two, also apparently um, it's it has sort of a zombie snake thing in yeah, that if you it spreads if you if if one of the snakes you spit up bites someone then they spit up snakes and die. It's just a it's a it's a bad curse to give. It affects other people. I don't know. It's a it's a weird one to give. It's there's not a lot of logic behind it. Uh, so then we go to a uh, crystal, one of the Hollywood girls, and she was given five thousand dollars. She's not a Hollywood girl there, but their yeah, aspiration going, to, is yeah, yeah. to. She's yeah. a Hollywood girl. Well, well <laughs> no, it's the nickname, the Hollywood girls. Although I did feel really bad for this actress because of yeah. a scene that we will get to. <laughs> Uh, she was given five thousand dollars. If she, to if give, she like, wasn't a Hollywood girl before, she definitely isn't now. Uh, so, <laughs> anywho, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Uh, she was given five thousand dollars to then uh, to basically uh, give someone drugs, to someone in LA to to yeah to to transport cocaine, drugs, yeah. to transport cocaine from Texas to California, and apparently they're running away from a guy named Mike, um, who's like and- I think Summer's boyfriend. X boy X or something like yeah. that. Um, and he got Crystal. He he promised Crystal a bunch of money if he would transport some cocaine. No, he he gave her actually. He gave her the money and said, "Yeah, five thousand dollars, five thousand. Yeah, yeah." Uh, they also see a snake too. Snakes are everywhere now. Everyone's seen snakes. Not he, she got five thousand dollars from him, but she's already spent three thousand of it. Yeah, I'm not sure. on what <laughs> on the, the train what? tickets. <laughs> Didn't even get a sleeper car. Uh, yeah, so so uh, we then cut back to the sick uh, wife and all that. And Miguel's all like, "You guys should go. You should go have her see a doctor." But she is vomiting snakes and stuff. So maybe no, don't do that. It's like, what doctor will take this? Uh, the two gang guys, the, like the other stowaways, somehow escaped from their cage. They they touched the icky pooey rope, and then they also stole Snake Man's bag, which was full of snakes. Right. Uh, so nice going there. Good job. Their goal is the like get weed from the, the bag too, which is they like no, he more has confusing. snakes. They already know he has snakes, but they steal the bag and they're kind of like, no, I bet he's transporting weed or something. Just open up this box. Open up. See what's inside. If Come you're on, like, man. if some guy traps you in a cage and you you're go. Is your first thought is, and hey, vomit. we should get some weed. We should get yeah. high after we got kidnapped. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so they open they, the box the and box. snakes come the out. snakes come out. They always the, get attacked. And, by the, and snakes. the snakes dig into their skin and everything. It's, you know, all that. The snake man then proceeds to then collect the snakes from their body. Uh, he he does the Temple of Doom. He 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 rips he, into his he stomach. rips into his chest and pulls out his heart, which was and, full of snakes, and and takes a little snake out of the heart. And uh, I swear to God, he's doing the same chant from Temple of Doom, where he's going Mukalakai, Mukalakai. It's all. There's only like one stowaway guy left. He somehow manages to escape. Cut back to Summer and Crystal. Crystal's carrying big crack cocaine. Just huge crack cocaine. This is giant like No, brick. no, it no, it's powder cocaine. It's crack cocaine. No, right. crack crack is crack is is crystal. <laughs> it's crack cocaine. It's it's powder cocaine. It's way more valuable. <laughs> you know, John. You gotta know you yeah, I know your drugs. But it's just a big brick of it. It's a bit yeah, it's a big, big old, big old thing of powder cocaine. Um this is obviously uh, freaks out Summer a lot because, uh, yeah, I'm not sure as you've managed to get that on board, but whatever. <laughs> well, no, she just has it in her bag. Mm. Is that easy? They don't search your bags when you go on Amtrak. Uh-huh. Not that this is Amtrak, but no. this is considerably worse than Amtrak. <laughs> but uh, they then run to Cowboy Man. Uh, like they don't have the... X-ray machines when you go on a train or anything. Mm. Cowboy Man sort of creepy of thumb. Uh, but eventually, he lets them pass. Oh yeah, he no, he, it's not even creepy. He just like sticks his leg out as if he's doing the toll booth gag, mm. and then like, and then there's a guy who just some like rando who shows up behind him. It's like, uh, can I get? Excuse me, can I get past you? 
yeah, just want to. Who is that man, by the way? He does just a rando. <laughs> he's one of the people on the bo- on board the train that um, he's, doesn't he's really get just, any. He's just he's he's one of the roles. three people on the train who you never got to be introduced to, but you do see him get killed by a snake later on. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Uh, so then suddenly, uh, the uh, gang guy, the stowaway dude, uh, runs in the dinner cart, starts vomiting everywhere. Yeah. Uh, not doesn't really alarm. No, and, no one's really that alarmed by this. Whole well, event. though they're concerned because the conductor just sort of like sits him down and is like his main. The conductor's main concern is like this guy's a stowaway. I'm gonna get the cops, and everyone else is like, he needs to see a doctor. He mm. is not looking good. I, f- I felt like their reactions were appropriate. I don't know. It's like green slime, but <laughs> I just well, they they can't see the slime. They do. They just see him like sweating and vomiting. They don't. I don't think they see the slime. Only the conductor sees the slime. Hmm. That cowboy guy then reveals himself to Simon Crystal as a federal agent, and uh, he yep. wants to talk to Crystal alone. He's well. He's actually with. Isn't he like a? He's with the state of Texas, isn't he? Uh, Some... maybe. Some he's, drug he's like task force thing or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anywho, yeah. So she left to leave. Um, they're planning to stop the train so they can let the um, stowaway guy off. Mm-hmm. So Snake Guy then climbs onto the roof of the train to get to the uh, engineer room. Oh, because, yeah, because uh, Snake Girl is in really, really bad shape. So he's, his plan is the train can't stop. Yeah. Uh, and so when we cut to the driver, like the engineer, and oh, he's smoking through, he's smoking. It's the weirdest with a light fucking bulb. thing. <laughs> he's doing, he's doing like, like where you got like a, a glass, like a, a, like a, a marijuana pipe, sort, where yeah. no, not a bong. It's like a glass, like marijuana pipe, where like you like to the lighter to the to the to the pipe, like underneath. But he's doing, he's but with a light, <laughs> a light bulb. <laughs> I pretty sure. <laughs> And then, and then, and he's he's a big, like, he's like if Large Marge was a dude. Like, he's got the red flannel shirt, and he's, what the fuck does he say? It's, it's like. Oh, it's like, so, okay, I can tell you. So, um, he comes in, though, he's like, so what are you doing here, Tarzan? He's like, I need you to stop the train. And he just yells, wrong! And they start fighting. (laughs) You put the wrong driver. I'm the driver. <laughs> he's he's like a cross between Large Marge and um, what's his name from though? what's his name from Blazing Saddles? Uh, um, uh, Mongo, Mongo, mm. Mon- Mongo yeah, just pawned in larger game. Uh, who's this man though? Why is he smoking stuff for light bulbs? Why? Yeah. Why is why is why the train... train so bad? Why is a train driver? The Southern Pacific apparently has very low standards for their non-existent passenger train drivers. <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. I wonder if the Southern Pacific actually allowed the Asylum to use their name in a movie, because I, I, I would kind of doubt mm, it. Yeah. Like, obviously, they weren't going to be allowed to say Amtrak, because that's an actual like passenger train outfit. But the Southern Pacific exists, too. Even though um, they they just do freight trains, it's it's still it's still odd. Yeah. So uh, he then smashes like the uh, engine, which causes the train to keep going. He sort of tears it apart. Or maybe the Southern Pacific doesn't exist anymore. I think now it's just Union Pacific. I would not know. <laughs> Sorry. I should I should know this. Uh, no, I think I think that's it. I think it's it. it, it Southern Pacific is, is is old. It's one of the old railroads. Now it's just Union Pacific. He then forces the the stowaway guy to like release all of the snakes he has inside of him. So he just sort of starts like snakes are starting just coming out of his body everywhere. Yep. Which causes the passenger car to get invaded by snakes. So now everyone sort of knows the snakes are around at this point, more or less. And then we get. Ugh, God. And then, so the cowboy federal agent guy starts sexually assaulting Crystal. For a scene that goes on way too long. Way too long. Like, it's like like three minutes or something. Oh, and that camera, that camera zooms in on that titty. You Lake better Scott believe. Lake Scott was there. He, Lake Scott approved <laughs> it all. Did Lake Scott have anything to do with the making of this movie? I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. No. I don't think so. Besides they cowboy gotta... guy who was a direct inspiration. They... Like, 
It's it's the asylum. I mean, it's 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 perverts, all of them. But mm. like, but it, it goes on far too long. It's it's like it's really it's, long. I don't know. Were they trying to treat this as, as like a sexy scene? Because it's mostly just sort of gross and awful. Um, this this is there. There are there are a couple of different fetishes uh, being expressed in the making of this film, and this is one of them. Mm. I'll mention the second one when we get to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um suddenly a I only, gets pointed just at the head. way the camera lingers on certain things i'm gonna say fetish film it's it, well it's the asylum it's the asylum so i mean you're like of a good 60 40 chance of being right every time i think i'm pretty if, sure is this a fetish and you're like, probably right like i'm pretty sure this was a fetish uh, so you something so, a gun something gets pointed at his head by um uh, Middle Eastern guy. Oh yeah, Middle Eastern is... guy, Borat. Borat. Or, no, he's... but no, I mean it's not actually Borat. It, it's it's Barat. <laughs> but the cowboy guy said Barat, and I'm like, is he trying to say Borat? So he gets dragged off, uh, to like a cell or whatever. Uh, we then cut to the oh, conductor. to to stowaway car. The yeah, the stowaway, stowaway car. car. Yeah. Uh, we then have the conductor realizes the the train is like totally fucked. And starts screaming. Oh, yeah, he, he, he runs. He, he runs the the phone. Says, oh, we oh, have a runaway train. Oh, we have runaway. a runaway train. He has that weird pause there. We have a runaway we, we, train. We have a runaway train. <laughs> I guess he's trying to sound like like Panic. stressed out, but it's it's. it's... <laughs> and then so people so um, everyone then proceeds to run into the cart. Uh, electric engineer guy, redhead, everyone, and he starts. He just he's just standing there, robotic like, and starts pointing, saying. We have a problem yeah. in the, in the engineer room. We it's, have a problem in the engineer room. There's a problem in the engineer, but like, it's like robotic. He uh, he's trying to sound like shocked, mm. but it makes him sound like he doesn't care. It, it he's just not a very good actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Honestly, were, were those, like, lines recorded, like, um, I don't know, off-camera? What's the term for that? Oh, uh, dubbed? Yeah, ADR. were they dubbed over? Yeah, yeah, were they ADR lines, yeah. So the Middle Eastern man shoves Cabo Guy into the cell, and then uh, starts, like, so you start taunting him. They both, have, they both have a history of each other. Uh, He's a former... Uh, Texas uh, drug task force guy mm. and he knows the person that they're delivering the drugs to in, in LA but that's all I got f- about him so he then starts demanding that he takes his shirt off now in a scene that goes on honestly a little bit too long as well frankly but. second fetish <laughs> there's there's one more to go he does make he does he does make fun of it like like he's like the the Middle Eastern guy is kind of like uh, the only one uh, of us getting off on uh, the only one of us getting off on this is is you, um, hmm. which I doubt. Well, then he shoots him and says some homophobic homophobic bullshit to him. So sure, I don't, I don't know about sure, that. Though. Sure, asylum. <laughs> I don't know about that asylum. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So then he presents tried to shoot Snake Girl and Miguel for some reason. He just oh, because he, dis- he discovers them. He discovers that they're there and is like, and oh, I'm going to kill you now, I guess. Oh, I don't know. Witnesses. They're both like obviously stowaways too, though. Yeah. Uh, but then Cowboy Guy gets up and then shoots him and he dies. Oh. But before that happens, uh, there's like this, sh- this is hilarious like shootout. Where they're just sort of pointing their oh, guns in the general direction. Just in a general direction and, like, and hitting pew, each other. Pew, pew, pew. And Cowboy and he, Guy he looks, gets a shot off and, and, and shatters one of the glass jars. Both of them, tra- the yeah, both of them start them. looking down. They start shooting the snakes a little bit before dying. Yep. Uh, very, very lazy gunplay. <laughs> so a couple snakes have died. This, like, harms Snake Girl somehow. Presumably because it's her snakes or whatever. Uh, Crystal is sort of waiting in the cart, but then realizes she's surrounded by snakes. Like, s- lose snakes everywhere all of a sudden. As in, like, 
every single like chair now has this giant snake inside of it. There's like eight uh, pythons just like in the in the train car in a very hilarious uh, image where you just see her with like her hands on her head just going ah and like <laughs> and there's just all these snakes just lazing about on the chairs they're just chilling and and she's freaking out uh she's then saved by summer because summer threw, throws a blanket on one of the snakes and she's just sort of walks over it yeah, that's pretty easy. It's uh, pretty easy. She's like, know. she's like, okay, she's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw the blanket down on, on the floor, and then you jump, okay? Three, two, one, and then does it, and like the snakes just obviously like do not care. They were the, they were, they were actually the actors who I felt the worst for in this movie, the snakes, because they're just sort of being like oh, placed in like yeah. weird, yeah, in like in weird <laughs> environments, and they're just sort of like, what am I doing here? What do you want from me? And it's like, I'm just, I'm just gonna hang here. And and people and then people just flail their arms and scream when they're like nearby, um, and the snakes are just just hanging out. Uh, the family then wakes up and y'all gets killed by snakes. Nope, except yep. the the daughter who gets gonna get killed later. Don't worry about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, suddenly, so oh, kill kill. We should say by a snake puppet because it's this like giant like. Like, it looks like a cobra head, like the back of a cobra head. It's got that, like, shape to it, but it's just the back of it. And it's obviously, like, a giant puppet, and they're just, like, thrusting it at the actors. Mm. Well, they're sort of screaming, ah, blood splurting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, snake guy finally comes back to Snake Girl. And, they can't uh, even do it. They can't even do like their own like take on the great, uh, the best gag in Snakes on a Plane, which is that a guy goes. The snakes. Uh, no, that's the most famous line, but the best gag in Snakes on a Plane is a guy goes to use the toilet and opens it up and isn't looking down at the toilet. He's just he's just standing and pissing in the toilet, and there's a snake there that gets pissed on, and it gets agitated and bites him in the dick. Well, they so had the potential to, to do that scene. They had the potential to do that, and I thought, okay, here's where it's going to happen, and they didn't do it. They did not. They failed. You failed, Asylum. <laughs> well... This film, I think, was released before Snakes on a Plane, so they even see the other one, so they can even like copy that's, off ideas. That's true. That's true. They they try to get these out so quickly, they can't even see what they're ripping off. Really? Yeah. So, uh, Snake Guy comes back to Snake Girl, finds all the snakes are free, so he starts ban- bagging all the snakes around him. Yeah, he's got to he's got to get her snakes. So then, finally, we come back to the family. Oh, my snakes! My and the snakes. little girl. We see the little girl slowly getting eaten by a snake, which is like, frankly, a visceral scene. I wasn't actually expecting to see at all. I was not expecting the little girl to be dead, but uh, but nope, she dies. She dies. Uh, she gets she eaten, gets by, eaten a by a snake. And I'm going to come back to this. Oh yeah, I, I, I am I, too. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. Don't worry. Yep. We'll yep. get. We'll we'll discuss we'll this. There. Yep. We'll get to this. Uh, so we then cut back again. <laughs> so the cut here is hilarious because she's getting eaten by a snake, and we're constantly cutting back to the guy bagging the snakes. So we're cutting back and forth to these two scenes: the girl getting eaten by a snake and the guy bagging the snakes. Yep. Which is tonally awkward. Oh, wait, you mean it's tonally awkward in a movie where we had like a five minute <laughs> creepy pervert uh, 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 rape scene? Like, no, that's ridiculous. Uh, electrical engineer guy is trying to fix the train, which that's why he's an electrical engineer, obviously. That's his whole purpose in life. That's why he's an electrical engineer. Yeah. Holy fuck, that did not occur to me until just now. It's his entire that's how purpose. He's the doctor. Was, that's how you know? little it was established. Like, it was just mentioned that he was an electrical engineer, and he always takes this train. He's going to a conference in L.A., but wow. Is there a doctor on this train? No, nah, but I'm an electrical engineer. So also, enough. what was Snake Eye... Th- what was Snake Eye's plan for when the train got to L.A.? What did he have a plan? His plan like, was to keep both of them. Like his whole original plan was his just plan to... was just the train can't stop. It's like okay, but then what happens when it gets to L.A.? Well, don't worry about it. They jump well, off, well, I guess. I uh, and that that whole, his whole plan ends up not mattering at all. Really, that's true. That's true. A uh, snake girl now has snake fangs. She's turning to a snake now. It's becoming a super. It's just a snake. 
Um, and and so they have like an emotional scene where like he uh, they have a callback to like an earlier line. They have a callback to an earlier uh, piece of dialogue where um, she she asked him, "What do you think death is like?" And he goes, "I think it's cold and and dark." And she goes, "I think it's warm and bright, and you're with all the people you love." And so in this scene, she asks him do you think it's going to be cold and dark? And he goes, no, I think it's going to be warm and bright and you're going to be well the people you love. And she's growing snake fangs and her skin is turning black and vaguely leathery. Um, vaguely. And, vaguely leathery. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, just, paint, it, it's just paint. It's just painted somewhat letter, letterly. Leather, leathery. I, yeah, that's... that's Lathery. And then she starts... Um, growing well she starts first of all she starts she starts eating the snakes like shoving the snakes yes. back inside her but yes them. she takes she takes little tiny like snakes and she's like putting them in her mouth um and and this is where i felt really bad for the snakes i'm just kind of like that snake that poor snake is just so fucking confused it could also be a puppet it could also be like a little like mechanical mm. thing but it's it was moving the movements were pretty realistic, so yeah. I'm like, I think it might be an actual snake, and like, and she's just kind of putting it in her like mouth in a very, but very like delicately so. Mm. Um, and then she and becomes then, snake, and then she starts growing, and this is fetish number three. Okay, I was, I was sorry, gonna go vor because she eats the train, but. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> there is a bit of bestial four, but it's more the giantess. It's more like we get this weird zoom in shot where she's like kind of grow, like kind of like sort of the animal fetish there, hissing and growling. And I'm like, okay, this is so. This is giantess uh, furry fetish. No. Gotcha. Except not furry. It's I scaly. see you're a fan of animorphs Gi- then. Eh? Giantess scaly fetish. Um. So yeah, she becomes snake, then eats a snake guy. Uh, yes. So that happens. He's dead. Uh, she becomes a big snake. Finally, we finally see the DVD cover where she grows a giant snake and starts eating the train. She bursts out of the train, somehow slitters ahead of the train, and then attacks the train and starts swallowing it whole. And there's a wonderful story behind this. Yeah, we talked about it last episode, but let's bring it up again. So uh, as this is from an Adult Swim article I'm going to read right now. Um while filming it, they weren't even going to make a movie called Snakes on a Train because Snakes on a Plane pretty much was already making fun of itself, but they had a project fall through that month, so they end up releasing Snakes on a Train. Um, so we were, quote, we were kind of forced into making it, David Ramwandley explains, um, adding that train rhymes with plane and trains are cheaper to do. Right. Then after completing the film, they went to Cannes with it to sell it to international distributors. These idiots took it to Cannes. That's okay. Quote, our poster featured a giant snake eating a train and the Japanese buyers came in and said, is there a snake that big in the movie? At that point there wasn't, but we said, yeah. (laughs) Ramali called the studio back in Los Angeles and said they need to hurry up and add a giant snake eating a train to make the Japanese happy. Uh, so that's what we got. So they so all... these idiot so these idiots lied to investors and they're proud of that. They're of telling course. that story like, oh, we told these dumbasses that we that we had this in their movie. We're that like, good yeah, old totally. asylum charm. Well, yeah, totally. Uh, so these all start running off the train. They're just trying to make it to the end of the compartment they're, so they can jump th- off. Yeah, they're running from the front to the back of the train, and the snake is eating the train from the front, just eating it whole. They all manage to successfully get off the train. They start they start jumping off one by one, but they sort of this freak's like, oh no, it's too high. The train is <laughs> right. too high they above cut, the ground they cut somehow. To, like, they cut to like looking down a, not really a cliff, just sort of a mildly steep hillside, and then cut back to the snake eating the train, and it's clearly still on the train tracks. <laughs> so they, so they're, they're all, they all oh, finally managed to and, get off. And while running back, the Miguel, the, the childhood friend of Snake Girl, grabbed a talisman some 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 voodoo something yeah, the talisman know, and like she, the pipe. but she was wearing it around her neck and it was like to protect her or something but he takes it and he holds it aloft do you want to explain what happens next? okay so they all get off the train and the train the snake's about to kill them all so miguel starts using uh, magic, I guess the magic that he has somehow he has, he has ta- the pipe and the talisman, talisman, and he starts summoning a tornado. 
a tornado some he summons like just a, a tornado, tornado just and it flies around and then the snake gets sucked into the tornado and then it kills the snake or z- z- removes or it so- or teleports something. it and uh, then that's it <laughs> the, the snake's dead guys we did it if snake's gone that's all we know snake got sucked up into a tornado everybody our left are seven people snake nato <laughs> snake it's the origin story of sharknado guys <laughs> We found it. They were like, they were going through their old films and they were just like, shit, where are we going to come up with? Hey. Hey. <laughs> no, that's stupid. How about snakes, ter- snake NATO? Wait, mm. what else we do? Shark movies? All right, Shark NATO then. Okay. It guys, does make sense because it. before Shark NATO, probably their two most famous, infamous films were probably Mega Shark and Snakes on a Train. So they took an element from both. <laughs> Uh, so all left are now seven people, uh, and it's the know. electrical engineer, the girl he was he was uh, flirting with, yeah, Miguel, the the two girls who were fleeing the drug dealer and going to L.A., Miguel, and oh oh, and the surfer dude, yes, um, one one surfer dude, one surfer dude. So that's only six people. But uh, so we in the end leave. We see Crystal has a snake bite. As they proceed to just walk to L.A. Oh yeah, that's the like the end question mark ending. Question but, mark, but the last line of the movie is is kind of it's all it's a little odd. It's it's like Miguel starts walking down the train tracks and someone asks him like Where are you going? And he goes Los Angeles, and everyone just sort of shrugs and follows him. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's it. And then yes, we see Snake Bite on Girls Lake. And that's and, the end of the that's film. It. Now, do you want to hear the uh, crazy credits? John? Yes. Let us so. get to the crazy credits. Let's get to the crazy, <laughs> crazy display. The, the goofy no. disclaimer. The events, characters, and firms depicted in this photo play are fictitious. Yeah, Any yeah. simulators to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental and very weird. We suggest moving and or taking a plane. <laughs> good, good message for the people who are afraid of flying. Mm. Good. Good solid advice, Asylum. Thanks. No snakes know. were hurt during the production of the screenplay. Only a small child was, but it was cool. But what it's cool. the fuck, Asylum? You can't say oh, that stuff. You, you can't, can't say, that. say that. You can't say that. You, you're and not allowed to say that. That is... That's, what no, the hell? No, no, no. They're allowed to say that. You can't say it's that just that stuff. it opens them up to a lawsuit if they say that. <laughs> I get. The, I know Be, the joke because was. here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't. You you shouldn't joke about that. You shouldn't mix actual legal disclaimers with jokes mm. because the joke in itself becomes part of the legal disclaimer. So if someone was to sue the asylum for harm of a small child. They could point like they could point to this, right and, there, and the yeah. asylum could be like, "Well, no, it's a joke," and the lawyer be like, "Your Honor, they're clearly admitting here in their legal statement that a small child was harmed in the making of this movie. It's right there in black and white, Your Honor." Um, and the asylum would have no recourse because they admitted they admitted it legally. Legally, they, ad- <laughs> legally, they admitted it. This is why you don't make jokes in legal statements. No animals are heard in the main of this film, except a dog. <laughs> gotcha, guys. Oh. We gotcha. I, although I think now we know why at some point they stopped doing the goofy legal disclaimers. Oh, yeah. Do you think they got in trouble for it at one point? They probably got in trouble for it. Yeah, possibly. Who knows? Hey, Who knows? John, uh, do you want to guess what the tagline for this film is, by the way? Oh God! Um, I'm gonna say, oh gosh, um, I'm gonna say, um, oh, terror at high speeds, something no, like really something, boring. Something to do with venomous something to do with snakes. It's something to do with vipers. Um. Wow. Um, it's not necessarily like a I, pun either, so don't worry about. <laughs> okay. Hmm. It's um um hurtling at poisonous speeds or something. Mm. I don't know. I liked that. It is a hundred trapped no passengers, makes... three thousand venomous vipers. Well, that's probably close what? to maybe twelve um, trapped passengers no. and about there's maybe no vipers in this 30 movie. Thirty snakes. There are no vipers in this movie. No, I guess not. 
Unless are pythons vipers? I would not know that. But yeah, it's close to definitely maybe twelve trapped passengers and like thirty snakes, maybe. It's it. It's not. Yeah, it's it's not. <laughs> it's it's a little lower than what. It's it's definitely flying. not three thousand. Okay, wait, hang on. Like, okay, so what's I'm looking up? What's the definition of a viper? Because I I don't. Let's see, a viper. Incredibly deadly viper. Viper, they're venomous snakes. All have relatively long hinge fangs. Okay. So they're the ones like cobras and whatnot. But none Mm. of these. I don't think it. I don't think any of these are vipers. I would not know, John. Oh, apparently diamondback rattlesnakes are vipers. Okay, okay. I'm sure they well in that case they're there, vipers. Yeah. But most of these were like pyth. Most of the snakes you see in the movie are clearly pythons, mm. and then there's like those little tiny green snakes. And I guess he turns into like a a rattlesnake. I guess there's definitely not three thousand vipers. No, nor is the hundred people. There aren't even three thousand CGI. And how many people did they say? It's hundred trapped passengers, closer to maybe ten or maybe like. 13 I'll, I'll, I'll be generous and say 15. Yeah. There were 15 people on this train. <laughs> Actually, Close we could enough. probably we could probably count them. There's the driver, the conductor, uh there's uh four cartel guys, there's the two couples. Mm. There's there's uh, sorry, there's the two snake, the cut the snake couple. Yeah. There's um, family of three family so that's family of three people three there's surfer the two dudes. girls going to LA. There's the three surfer dudes. Millie and guy. There's a uh, Middle Eastern guy. And there's, there's one uh, random dude. And there's a rape, the rape guy. There's electrical engineer. There's lady divorce. There's random person. And there's... So there's like... Tw- so I count 22. Okay. That's that's all right. You almost that's, got there. That's still... <laughs> you need like seven, that's not even eight, a eight more quarter. people. That's not even a quarter. Oh, and the waitress. That's 23. Mm. So that's not even a quarter of 100. But, you know, what... Close enough. Close Got enough. Him. And yeah, it's about maybe like 30 it's not a good, total. It's not even a good tagline. No, not particularly. I guess what well, it, it kind of excites you. 3,000 uh-huh. venomous vipers, 100 trapped passengers. And what was the last line? 100 trapped passengers. Or no, is that it? That's, that's, it. It? that's, that's it? That's it. That's just it? 100 trapped passengers, 3,000 venomous That's all. That's all you vipers. need. <laughs> Simplistic. It's... um. It's a it's a just statement of the premise. Mm. <laughs> a deceitful one, but still, it's a deceit. Yes, that's still wrong. <laughs> well, you know, we all remember the famous catchphrase for Jurassic Park. Uh, you know, um, eighty killer dinosaurs, thirty <laughs> trapped humans. I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh, of course. So, John, do you recommend this film? Um, you know what? This movie is weird enough that I wouldn't not recommend it. Mm. I wasn't bored watching this yeah. movie. Uh, it's fair warning. It's, it does take a good fifty minutes until the snakes actually start attacking. Right, but there's enough weirdness leading up to yeah. that that's like okay, like. This is very strange. It's far from a good movie. I wouldn't even say it's necessarily an entertaining movie. It's just very weird. Mm. And the choices they make are just so strange. Um, yeah. It's Almost kind of make, a... makes you wonder why they even bothered having the whole magic backstory in the first place. You could literally just put snakes on the train. That would basically been the same film. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah, I I'd say I'd recommend it if you're just want to watch a schlocky monster. A, a very tentative recommendation. Mm. Like you got to have the you you, you got to have like sort of a, 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 a an interest in this genre to begin with. Where's this lay on the asylum sort of like list though? Well, it's definitely not my favorite. No. It's no, it's no Bloody Bill. It's no Source. Hell, it's not even like Da Vinci da Treasure. Vinci Treasure. <laughs> but it's but I put it but I put it near Da Vinci Treasure because mm. Da Vinci Treasure was hilarious for how lazy it was. Yeah, which usually is like usually I don't like that, but something about that one particular just it 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 was 
kind of magnificent for just how lazy it was. This one actually had effort put into it. And yeah, it's an interesting one. All right. Well, uh, next week, um, we're watching 9-11 Commission Report. Oh, a Lake Scott film. God. Oh, boy. What if 9-11 could have been stopped? It could (laughs) have. Okay, Lake Scott. Do you think so? Do you think you personally can stop it? Oh, I'm sure he believes that. Mm. Just him. Man, if I was there, I'd take a gun out and shoot the person. If I was there. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) That would be fun. Um, Y'all, no kidding, but like, if I was, if I was, you know, in the planes at the hijackers, I, I would have killed the hijackers, and then I would have piloted the plane <laughs> to safety. That's what I would have done. And hey, if you want to tell us your nine eleven fantasies, uh, <laughs> write to us at enter the asylum podcast at gmail dot com. Um, if you want to tell us, um, <laughs> <laughs> what was that, John? Um, <laughs> you repeat that. Oh God, no! Okay. I can't. <laughs> I was gonna make a really terrible joke, and and I I I'm gonna pull back. Hey, well, you know what? Um, you if you want, do? if you want to share, if you well, here's a better one. If you want to um, tell us uh, what other fetishes the <laughs> filmmakers of Snakes <laughs> on the Train are exhibiting, uh, please email them to us at entertheasylumpodcast at gmail Preferably with photographic evidence, lots of it. Tragically, Lake Scott still has not followed me back on Twitter, <laughs> so I'm waiting on that, Lake Scott. If you're listening about this, just uh, follow me back there. I'm still pending. You know, mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Don't 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 uh, miss out on this uh, amazing chance to uh, be Come part on, of this podcast, Lake Scott. Uh, and uh, I think that is a podcast. I think that about does it. All right. Well, happy new year, every- happy new year, everyone. Happy twenty nineteen. Hope everyone's uh, resolutions go all right this year. <laughs> well, I I just don't do resolutions. And well, so my resolution what... will be to uh, keep doing this podcast. Uh, hopefully, weekly from now on. I don't think we'll do any three-month-long breaks anymore, hopefully. Well, don't, don't make any promises. <laughs> I'll, I shall promise myself. Mm. All right. I make no promises. That way no one's disappointed. All right. Well, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.